Hey everybody, okay, it looks like this recap recap, or recap of the recap, uh, is doing pretty well. There was not a big drop-off in downloads from the first to second episode, and it's doing similar numbers to most of the other things on the show. Not as big as the main podcast or the roundups, but still pretty well. So I guess there must be some of you who are enjoying it, which means... It shall continue. Every two weeks, I will be telling you about cool new games I have discovered. This time, I'm going to tell you about three games in a bundle, and then about five games in a bundle. And the number one in that second, this isn't my most anticipated of the week or the month, but it's my most anticipated game of the year. It's rocketed to the top of my must-have list. I'm so excited to tell you about it. So without further ado, let's get recapping. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. But now, I promised I was going to tell you about a few games. And I got to admit, this time I didn't find as many as I found in uh, recent weeks. I've only got three games. I found dozens of games, but only three stood out to me enough that I that they, I put them in at least the want-to-have level of my wish list. And what are those three games? I am glad you asked. I'm doing it countdown style. Number three on the list is Wondrous Creatures. Now, I believe this is a first-time designer, Yom CW. I don't know him. But Bad Comet, they have had a, uh, a few good uh, titles. Uh, Life of Amazonia and Wild Serengeti. We covered both of those on the channel. They were gorgeous productions. Really, really smart Euros. And this is interesting because they're leaving real-world animals and going into wondrous, fantastical creatures. So I like the subject matter. I think they've got a good pedigree. The, uh, they've got the same artist working who has been making some gorgeous stuff for them in the past. But what really pulled me in... There's no pictures, unfortunately other than the box cover, but it's the description of the gameplay. This sounds like a worker placement game where you're sending your workers out to a common grid that probably represents the uh, wild area these wondrous creatures live in, and um, when you put your worker down, you activate all the creatures that are around you, and those trigger all kinds of different powers. There's over a hundred different creatures in this game, so all kinds of unique combos of powers, and the description talks about you know finding ways to combo these powers together based on where you land. But then, the, um, the wilderness where these animals can be found, that we're doing our worker placement, the board itself is shifting over time and evolving. And if all that weren't enough, our workers change and evolve as well and develop new abilities so they can interact with the animals differently. This all sounds very cool to me. I can only judge the art based on the uh, box art, which looks lovely as well. So I am definitely intrigued and looking forward to learning more in the future about wondrous creatures. Then let's move on to number two, printing press. And I totally missed this. Uh, this got announced a little while ago, but I only just now stumbled across it. This is basically the sequel to a game I covered a couple of years ago called Gutenberg. Jen, I really loved Gutenberg about the uh, early days of printing presses and whatnot. And that was a medium weight. This is more of a lightweight game, uh, but the same setting of you know running an early Gutenberg era printing press uh, and uh, you know trying to line tiles up to do the perfect thing. I believe, yeah, this is the picture that shows gameplay because what happens 
happens is you get a card indicating a, a target for what you're trying to put on your page and a frame to put it in, but then you're grabbing these little strip cards, one by three cards with icons, and you can slide them in in different directions into your frame. And you can cover up old stuff with new stuff. You can cover up things with um, different tiles that you draft. I love this kind of um, you know stacking gameplay. Cards on top of cards, below cards, woven in between other cards. Normally, they're on a much bigger scale. This seems like uh, it's really interesting because it's a tight little press that we're trying to make a plate for to uh, you know do whatever it is we're trying to print. It looks very, very cool. And like I said, Jen and I were big fans of Gutenberg, so I am definitely excited to try out printing press. That was number two. And then uh, number one is Gnar, or Canar. I'm assuming it's Gnar, though from Publisher Bombex and uh, designer Thomas DuPont. Um, this seems like a, a fairly straightforward, lightweight, me, light to medium weight card game. Um, but what really intrigued me, other than you know the really nice looking, uh, colorful art, is the core idea that on your turn, you've got a couple of cards, you're going to play one to an existing stack. And you will activate that card and every other card in the stack. So if I play a red card to on top of my other red cards, I activate all those and harvest resources and do various and sundry actions. But after I activate all those reds, I have to then grab a card from the board that's in the red slot. And in this case, oh, I ended up taking this green card. So, did I play that red card because I wanted to activate all these powers, or because I wanted to grab this green card because it would give me exactly what I needed for the other half of the game, which is the set collection elements to go out and do various adventures. This seems like a very simple, elegant, clean, fast-playing um, card system with tough choices of you know multi-use cards, depending on how you play them, to activate them and harvest, or to draft additional cards that you need later on. This looks like a lot of fun. I would definitely love to give it a go sometime, so it's my most anticipated new game I've discovered for the week, NAR. Let's talk about what? One, two, three, four, five... Five new games that have come to light that are a big deal. And I'm doing these in countdown format from my least excited to most excited, but all of these have made my shortlist wish list. So let's start with number five, um, Perspectives. Sharing, an information sharing investigation game. Now, I was drawn for this not only because of the publisher, Space Cowboys, but the designers, Matt Dunstan and Dave Neal. Matt Dunstan needs no um introduction. So many amazing designs he's done over the years. But Dave Neal, I recognize the name, but I wasn't quite sure. I looked him up and he's really made a name for himself working on Unlock Games, a Sherlock Holmes consulting detective expansion and whatnot. So I kind of get what his background is. And what's really intriguing about this, folks, is it's a deduction, murder mystery, puzzly game. But every player has a different dossier of information that we can't share with each other. And, um, you know, with uh, photographs, reports, clues, all kinds of things. But this is not like Sherlock Holmes consulting detective where we just put it all out on the table and everybody just tries to figure it out. And one player kind of does most of the work. Everybody's got their own slice of the puzzle, and we're working cooperatively. We can't just come right out and tell each other what everybody has, but we have to find a way to solve the mystery um, by figuring out what's important and what in front of me, and what do I share with you, and how do we come together on this. That's very exciting to me. That goes above and beyond, uh, and really has a new twist on a classic gameplay genre. So I'm excited for Perspectives, even more excited at number four for The City of Mirror 
Marrakesh, a strategic city traversal deck building game. No information. Who is the publisher? Who is the designer? Who is the artist? It's just self-published. So it's probably got a ways to go. But hey, they do have box cover art, right? So they must be kind of getting somewhere on it. What is it, though? It is, as it says, it's a deck builder. Um, competitive one where players are different members of society of a big fantasy city that is being overrun by ravaging monsters. And where we're competing to be the best at fighting them off, doing deck building stuff traveling around the city, recruiting uh, townsfolk to help us. What really makes this stand out to me is, though, there are five different factions. Each player controls a different faction, and uh, that means each player has a radically different deck of uh, cards. Or I'm not quite sure if it's a deck of cards, but they talk about this kind of broadly in the description. Where was it um, that, you know, if you are the, uh, oh, what is it, the industry, you've got a different way of going about things than if you're in the royal court or if you're a merchant, or if you're one of the wild folks living around the city, or if you're working in the underbelly, um, each, whichever one of these five, we're all trying to do the same thing, save the city and score points doing it, but we go about it in radically different ways, like raising taxes on people to build up an army, or, you know, working with your fellow merchants, or, you know, slandering your opponents, you know, if you're the underbelly. I love this. So it sounds like a deck builder with some very, very asymmetrical factions, which seems really, really cool. And I can't wait to find more about city of uh, Mirkesh. Then we go on to number three, River of Gold. Uh, and I, there's really very little here. A very pretty uh, piece of cover art, but almost nothing in the description other than promise of a metallic gold game board, um, which, okay, I've never seen that. And it promises minimal downtime, flat, uh, fast and clever. Honestly, this would not normally be enough for me to be excited. It's way too vague. I would need more information. But what really drew me is the publisher, Office Dog, who I'd not heard of before, but who's Office Dog? I looked them up and... And it says, they're an Asmodee studio that will debut uh, in 2024 with River of the Gold. Here's the deal, folks. Asmodee is known for acquiring board game developers. But now, they are br making one from scratch. They're, you know, uh, it's a home-rolled internal thing. So, that means there must be something special about this game, that they liked it so much that they decided to create their own development house from scratch. And that's what draws me in and puts uh, Rivers of Gold on my wish list. Okay, then we've got number two, and uh, Apiary. Oh, this got announced this week. Spoiler alert, I've already got my copy of the game. I got it a week or two ago. Uh, Jen, I have already played it. I'm under embargo. I cannot tell you anything about it other than I will be covering it. I believe our videos are allowed to be uh, put up on October 2nd. What can I say? It's a worker placement game. That's well known. Um, it does a lot of worker bumping. It's bringing worker bumping back to Stonemire, which really kind of kicked the whole thing off. So that's very, very intriguing for me because I love worker placement bumping. And... I will say... Oh, it's got art by Quan Chi Moria. It's about super intelligent bees, uh, millennia in the future, who are, you know, spreading their wings and exploring the galaxy. A very, very cool setting. And I'm just going to say quirky. Quirky as all get out. Some of the rules in this game really make you... Whoa, really? How does that work? Uh, and I can't wait to show it to you. Um, like I said, it just got announced. But all of those pale in comparison to my number one, folks. It is... Uh, Civilution. It's the latest big box heavy euro from Steffenfeld. 
There is unfortunately only one picture. It's all the box cover. But I went and I looked through the um, the discussion threads on Board Game Geek, and folks are already pulling together info, including where was it? A uh, post from um, oh uh, Stefan Feld on Twitter. I refuse to call it X on Twitter, where he actually showed a picture of it and said that this is a um, where did he say? It's uh, a 4X Euro style meets a Meritrash game. And I'm like, whoa, what the heck are you talking about there? That makes no sense to me, but I am very intrigued, especially because I'm like, oh, is Stefan Feld actually doing player combat? But then there's a thread about that on Board Game Geek where Stefan Feld got on and said, no, there's no direct player. So how does that 4X, the extermination work? I'm not sure. You know I'm going to be there. Uh, first line. Uh, uh, there was also... Uh, some, some people translated a, an interview from a German podcast and said this is one of his most heavy, complex games ever. So this sounds like he is really spreading his wings and doing a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, it rocked in my number one must-have on the wish list. I am subscribed. I will be keeping an eye on the forum for any information coming about my number one most anticipated game of the month, Civilution. Okay. 